Hi, this is Scott Kahn. Starting on Monday, October 14th, David and I will be off because of the holiday of Sukkot, Tabernacles. However, we'll be back with brand new episodes of Morning Drive Bible beginning on Wednesday, October 23rd. Our first topic when we get back will be the golden calf. There's lots of great stuff to discuss, so make sure you don't miss it. In the meantime, enjoy these classic episodes of Morning Drive Bible. Chag Sameach. Enjoy the holiday. This podcast teaching is an honor of Glenda and Brad Pius out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thank you very much for sewing in and committing yourselves to my work in Jewish-Christian relations. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrutman. My name is Scott Kahn. And this is Morning Drive Bible. You know, David, it's already been more than a week of Morning Drive Bible. This has been a lot of fun so far. We talked about the mission statement of the podcast, getting into the soul of God, and then we went straight into marriage. God's withdrawal from the universe in order to allow us to have a relationship with Him. And we define marriage to be a reunion between the male soul and the female soul. And not a union. And not a union of man and woman. We said that marriage is based on nothing with a capital N. Correct. Citing Jerry Seinfeld in that. Exactly. Always credit the comedian. It's very important. Whatever you can bring a comedian into the podcast is worthwhile. Exactly. And we talked about there are successful unions out there and it's based upon something. And those are not marriages. That that's not marriage. Even a marriage. Even that's a marriage. It's not a marriage. Even a marriage that we think is a, a great union is not a marriage from a biblical point of view. That's very important because how secular society has defined marriage as whatever it is today. I don't know what it is today, but apparently at one time... <laughs> Wading into the cultural waters once again. David. Yes. If we don't define what marriage is from the Bible, we'll never have a healthy discussion in the mainstream of the world, in the media, or anything like this. We're not going to get to the main point. You're saying we're almost missing the point. Right. We're talking past each other. So marriage is a husband and a wife, not a man and a woman. Correct. A husband and a wife holding themselves back in order to reunify into a we, and that we is based on nothing with a capital N, rather than any particular something. Right. And for, and the results will happen. There will be love, and there will be uh, this commitment with one another, and the, the importance of each other. But in order to achieve the oneness, there has to be nothing in between husband and wife. We have to dissolve each of us into the other. And you said two podcasts ago that there are three steps in order to achieve this intimacy. And last time, we went through extensively the first of these three steps, generosity. You spoke of generosity of time, money, space, and words. And today, we're going to deal with the other two, which are? Dignity. Yes. And sanctity. Dignity and sanctity. So lay it on me. Dignity. Okay. So let me start off. I would love it if my wife treated me with dignity. Is that what you're saying? That I should get a throne and be served. That's a good marriage. Are you saying that you want herring every single day? No. <laughs> Just herring? want to see Scott's reaction herring? if you like herring. I do like not. I do like, you herring. Do like herring. I, do you like herring? I do like herring. I like herring. My wife but not schmaltz. No, I don't like schmaltz. Okay. Like, I, I like it in certain type, like onions and sauce and stuff there like that. Go. Oh, very good. Okay. Very good. But I, I knew I liked you. My wife hates herring. Right. Because of her dignity, I don't eat herring. In front of her. No, no, at all. Because at all. she'll smell it on me for the next two uh, weeks. I it's see, it's I essentially see. my way of making sure she doesn't leave the house. That's nice. You're respecting her dignity, dignity. and her uh, and 
realizing, hey, this will be getting away of certain things. So, it's so things, Scott, yes. I will take you away a few days from the house and we'll go herring shopping. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to Holland. Let's go to Holland. Go to Holland. Just have a little holiday of herring. That's right. A little Enjoy bit of every moment of it. Exactly. Wait till it, it wears off and then come back home. Exactly. So what does dignity really mean? It means a re- real respect of one's opinions and even what we call in Yiddish the shtick. The shtick? What do you the mean shtick. by the shtick? Everyone has their nuances of and quirkiness of who they are as a human being. And a lot of times in marriages we see that I can't tolerate the way you eat toast. The Are you way speaking from experience? Oh, no, I'm not, not saying from oh, okay, experience. Okay. I'm just saying the way you go ahead and you butter up your toast. You chew too loudly. You too chew loudly. Or why do you have to do it in this way? That's how the person is. I once saw an episode of the old Bob Newhart show. Remember okay. the old Bob uh, Newhart show from the 70s? A classic. A classic. A classic. Uh, Bob Newhart is probably my favorite comedian of all time in terms of who he is. And at one point, his wife, played by Suzanne Plachette, right. she said to him, you know, Bob, you drive me crazy. Do you know that every time you eat something, you chew it 23 times? You chew 23 times. And he goes, well, of course. When I was brought up, my mother said to me, 23 times will save you from danger. Then you can stay up late and listen to the Lone Ranger. <laughs> And then she said, well, it drives me crazy. Stop it. He goes, okay. But he can't. can't. (laughs) You you see him secretly trying not to chew 23 times. That's what you're talking about. Right. There's quirks. And therefore, you, again, if you I love, you accept everything about the person who they are, all the quirks included in that. And what if they drive you crazy? You have to learn. Again, this is not about me. Uh This is trying to go ahead and make the space for the we to happen and the intimacy to occur. You, I love, not I love you. It's right. about you. Correct. And creating space means creating space for the things that may even bother me. Exactly. And that's called dignity. That's called dignity. Respecting the person's dignity. And we go back to the same thing. Dignity also re- also involves the space that we talked about in the generosity of space. People need that space. How do I dignify somebody is in their space. Giving them space to be themselves. To be themselves. It's Mm -hmm. more than just saying, oh, there's an argument here and I need to stay back. That's sort of the generosity that you're giving. But the dignity is also each person needs their space. So I want to make this very, very clear because a lot of people will say, oh, well, if marriage is about a husband and a wife and there's a maleness and there's a femaleness and we're going to define that they're going to dissolve each other in order to become one with one another, then this also plays out into the world. What do you mean? Because a lot of times when we talk about marriage, it's always in the context, okay, so is there a femaleness in the workplace? No. A woman can be a CEO of any company just like a man can be. And she's not a female CEO. She's just a CEO. CEO, Okay, but in the marriage... For the marriage to achieve oneness, then there has to be a femaleness and a maleness. And the man is the maleness and the woman is the femaleness. And you're saying you have to give your wife the dignity Dignity, and the space space to be that that, femaleness. Right. And vice versa. And vice versa. But this does not translate outside of the marriage. We shouldn't say, oh, women are like this and men are like that. No. When it comes to outside of the marriage, then everyone is who they are. and Human beings. Human beings. But in a marriage, each part of the marriage has a particular role within that marriage to play. Yes. Okay. And that's very important because that's the dignity in marriage. So that's dignity. Right. What is sanctity? As people who believe that we're supposed to actualize the kingdom of God in the now, taking every moment that we have with God 
as an opportunity to do his will. In order for that to happen, you have to do sanctification. That means I believe in the institution of marriage. That it is hmm. extremely important for us to achieve what God wants from us, then this relationship needs to be sanctified. Are you saying that beyond the generosity and the dignity, which allows the couple to come together, there's a third element, which means that I believe this particular union or reunion, reunion. has cosmic importance. Exactly. If you just have generosity and you just have dignity, or you even have both, you still have not achieved the biblical paradigm of marriage. There's an ancient teaching that I've always learned that a marriage has three parts to it. There's the man, there's the woman, and there's God. And in fact, in the Hebrew words for man and woman, ish and isha, they're the same word. They both have the letters aleph and shin. There's one difference in each word. Man has a yud and woman has a hey. Those two together, a yud and a hey, are God's name. Exactly. It's also uh, based upon that ancient teaching in the Ten Commandments that at least from the Jewish understanding of the Ten Commandments, that honoring your father and your mother is in the category of you and your relationship with God, not of you and your relationship with your fellow human being. Shall not murder, shall not steal, shall not covet is in the category of human being relationships with each other. But I would have thought the relationship with parents would be in that side. Right, but it's in the God side because it is a divine institution. There are three partners in the creation of the child, the husband, the wife, and God. Let's even go further. When we are in this oneness and intimacy and this reunion, then, wow, talk about having a child or God at least granting the ability to have a child in that type of relationship. And that takes the previous idea that we mentioned of making a we makes it even greater. You're expanding the we into something bigger called a family. And that's wow. why we go back to say, we talked about the mission, which we're going into God's soul. And the only way you can go into God's soul is the blueprint, the Torah. The Torah told us right from the beginning, marriage is a divine institution. The achievement of going ahead and creating a reunion between husband and wife to go ahead and do his will. How is that accomplished? By me transforming myself as a man into a husband, as a woman transforming herself into a wife. And these three steps of generosity, dignity, and sanctity are the three ingredients that help us achieve that oneness that can only be achieved in this biblical paradigm. Exactly. Wow. Beautiful idea, David. Thank you. That's really cool. Thank you very, very much. And for those who are interested in getting some of the Hebrew terms that we talked about right now, morningdrivebible.com morningdrivebible.com. And if you're interested in joining me and David on our herring excursion to Holland, just let us know. That would be great. We should actually do We're a- We're going to have a field trip. Right. A Morning Drive Bible field trip. Morning Drive. <laughs> <laughs> All herring lovers unite. Yes, that's it. With generosity, dignity, and sanctity. I'm Scott Kahn. I'm David Nekrapman. Shalom from Jerusalem. Jerusalem.